So hello everyone and welcome to, to today's session, Tuesday Tips for Parents of Teens here at Raising Remarkable Teenagers. And today I'm excited to be talking about um, a, a topic that is very close to my heart and um, it is self-care, right? It is self-care. Now, most people, when we talk about self-care, they think in terms of, oh yeah, going to, to a spa or going to have my nails done or going to have my massage and, you know, stuff like that. And yes, that is all part of self-care. However, the kind of self-care that we talk about here at Raising Remarkable Teenagers is something deeper, something that gives you a beauty, a beauty that comes out through. And it's not, a, 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 it's not necessarily a physical beauty. Um, it's not a superficial beauty or a superficial feeling, right? And many of us find it hard to, to think beyond these physical activities, but possibly, and hopefully, as we, as we go on with today's session, you will see and you will hear ideas that will inspire you, ideas that will motivate you to actually take care of yourself. In fact, the other day I wrote, um, I wrote an article for, 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 for a newspaper and the, the, they were saying that the reason most parents, especially mothers, we don't engage so much in self-care, it's because it's expensive. And I said, no, actually not. A lot of self-care activities are free. In fact, some of them are free, some of them are way cheaper than going to, to the nail bar, the massage parlor, going to a, a spa, going for, for a day out, whatever it is that you term as, um, as um, self-care. So what I want us to first address is when we talk about self-care, there's two words here. So there is self and then care. So what does that mean? It means the care of self and who is self. So let's, let's start from there. And then I'm sure you're beginning to see that actually self does not have to go somewhere else to receive the care. So self, me, self, need not go somewhere to a spa, to a, to a nail bar, for a day out, to receive care. Self is here with me, right? So are we beginning to get it now? Oh, I know. <laughs> so self is here with me. So self-care, for me, according to me, describing this is, Asking yourself on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, how am I caring for myself at this moment? How 
am I caring for myself at this moment? So this would include stuff like, um, what am I thinking at this moment that is caring, that is compassionate, that is kind to me? You know, most of us, especially mothers, we really bash ourselves, you know, like the we put ourselves down, I couldn't do that, I can't do that. And, you know, we say things to ourselves that we could not say to another person. That is not self-care. So let's, let's just cut it out here and say stop it. Now, you may be thinking, gosh, I've been thinking like this about me. Sometimes we think we are not enough. I'm not beautiful enough. A lot of things have changed in me. A lot of things going south. A lot of things, a lot of body changes, right? Especially as we, as most of us here are over 35, well, we, we've had kids. Uh, there's a lot of body changes. There are a lot of moment changes. A lot of circumstances have changed in our lives that have probably battered us, right? Now, at this moment, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Yesterday, I posted up uh, a post on LinkedIn and <laughs> it was very interesting. Actually, I posted it on all my platforms and it showed on one side, we have, uh, there is a victim mentality and then on the other side, there is a victor's mentality. And what I said was, life, life sends us all sorts of experiences. A lot of, you know, we get beat up by life in so many ways. And none of us is invincible from, from circumstances and the chaos of life and the beating and the bashes of life. Now, Part of self-care is deciding when such things happen, am I going to live on the victim mentality side or on the victim mentality side? For both of them, you will have experienced pain, right? You experience pain, whether we like it or not, life, life is such that it sends us experiences where we experience pain. The question is, how do you process pain? If you're on the victim's mentality, you process pain. If you're on the victim mentality, you suppress pain. That's where people pretend nothing has happened, or you 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 are in denial, or you're you know you know like putting up putting up appearances. Yes, you're suffering, and I call this suffering in silence, right? That's what victims do. But victors on the other side, you say, okay, that happened to me. I I own it. It's not nice that it happened to me, but what can I do? to move over, to move over to, to the next, uh, to, to, to the next, to the next, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, what can I do to, 
to, to move over to the next phase of my journey. And then we have um, victim mentality. They tend to hold on to the pain. They don't want to let it go. When you have a victim's mentality, you're ready to let it go. If that could be disappointment, it could be what, whatever, whatever kind of a pain that is, you let it go. And then we have the victim mentality. If you are in the victim mentality, you apportion blame. It was that person to blame. It was that person to blame. When you're a victor, you look at it and say, well, that happened to me. Yes, they probably caused that. But how can I take responsibility of my next step? Because if we don't take responsibility of our own steps, of our own pain, we are going to be wallowing in the pits, which is what the victim mentality does. You're wallowing in the pits instead of rising to the peaks. So again, self-care is about choice. It's a moment by moment choice. Now, I'm not suggesting that anyone doesn't feel pain or, 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 or people should move on the next day and all that. We are human beings. What I like to say is how long, get aware and know, how long do I want to hold on to this for? How is it serving me? How is it helping me grow? How is it helping me become the better person that I want to become? And when we begin to ask ourselves those questions, we get to a point where you're like, you know what? Yeah, that happened, but I'm willing to let go. So that's just part of it. We could talk about this a long, long time, but I just want you to think in terms of victim mentality and victim mentality. Which one do you want to adopt? And this is a moment by moment uh, choice on a daily basis because each one of us can be on, I mean, I'm not here saying that I've never, of course I've been on the side of the, oh, you are, eh, 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 when, when such experiences happen, we are victims. But then the choice comes in the mentality you decide to adopt. So. What we want to do is to grow so much that we are more on the victim's mentality than on the victim mentality, right? And again, that is self-care. That, so tell me right now, did you need to go somewhere for to or someplace else? Or do you need to go someplace else to practice that self-care? No, you don't. And that is free. It's one of the free self-care tips that I'm giving you today. And it's so powerful because once you adopt that, a lot of things don't face you because they happen, yes, they happen, but you're the kind of person that is able to spring back. 
Not because you don't feel pain. Of course you feel pain. And I feel pain because I'm a human being. But I look at it and I'm like, you know what? Before this experience was, I was. I am bigger than this experience. Many people get held down by experiences, not recognizing that you are above and beyond those experiences. Before they came, you were already there. You are the human being. You are a being. And what does that mean? You're constantly being, 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 being. The experience is, is that snapshot. And unfortunately, when we hold on to the pain, what we do is, is we continue to beat ourselves with the same stick that was beaten. You know, the experience happened once, but every time we replay that pain, we replay the experience, we are now beating ourselves with something that already happened. Now, is it easy to do? No, it's not. Why? Because for whatever reason, we were conditioned to hold on to grudges, to hold on to resentment. And like, I think it's Joyce Meyer that says that uh, resentment is like taking poison and expecting the other person that you're resentful about or the circumstances that you're resentful about or the occurrence that you're resentful about to die of that poison. No, it is you who's holding the resentment that dies of the poisoning, right? So that is self-care tip number one. So did you need to go somewhere? Did you need to pay something to do that? No, you don't. So that's good news. That means every one of us can start practicing that self-care today. Now, the Second thing I want to talk about self-care, let me have a quick look at here because I wrote, I wrote notes quickly when I, when I discovered I was going to do this. It's about as parents of teenagers. Self-care involves self-regulation. Now, let's talk about self-regulation. Again, we have self regulation or self-control. Most of us are trying to control our young people. We are trying to control circumstances. We are trying to control our environment. It can be done. It can be done. The only person you have control over is yourself. And as you become more self-regulated, more self-controlled, here's what happens. The environment around you changes. Why? Because we influence others by the quality of our example. Now, I want to ask you again, that's another tip of self-care, self-regulation. Did you need to go somewhere to receive that self-care? No. To experience that self-care? No. 
it is here and now. And again, it is moment by moment. Now, let me give an example. Your teen does something that, oh, you know, makes your, you know, it makes your stomach churn, right? Whose stomach is churning at that point? My stomach. Oh, I'm going hot. My, my, my cheeks are going hot with fury, right? So whose cheeks are going hot with fury? Mine, mine as a parent, right? Now, we have the option to regulate ourselves, yeah? And not lash out towards them. Or we can lash out or do whatever we do. And what happens? We throw the fire that's within us onto them, that's making the fire even worse, right? Again, the other day I wrote a caption about uh, a lot of us, a lot of parents have what I call landmines. So many hurts, so many disappointments, so many unfulfilled stuff, so many letdowns, so many expectations um, not, not achieved, right? And those are landmines we are carrying. And when we have such landmines, when people step on us anywhere, we explode. And what happens when we are like that? People around us are not safe. They are not safe around us. They don't feel safe. They don't feel secure. They cannot connect with us. Is that good or bad, especially for our teenagers who need so much connection at this age? Self-regulation, self-control. Now, it's up to us to assess, um, to assess um, our, our landmines. Actually, today I've just, I've just finished writing a, uh, an article for, for an online big, big magazine. And um, I think it should be out tomorrow and I'll share it when it's out, I'll share it. And um, it, it was mainly about, um, no, I think I'll share, let me share it tomorrow so that I don't, <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, let me share it tomorrow. So, so, you know, when we are perfectionists, right? Most of us want to be perfectionists. We want to be seen as perfect partners. We want to be seen as perfect parents. But, but that's not, that's not, let's not be perfect Peggy, right? Let's not be perfect Peggy. Let, let's instead be progress parents, progressing parents. Let's be more in, uh, concerned about progress, the progress we are making the relationships we are building with our young people, right? I remember one time, one time a parent came to our mentoring program and they announced, I just want to be a perfect parent. And just like that in unison, the whole community, they said, sorry, perfect Peggy, we don't do perfect here. Instead, we do leadership. We help you and support you 
to ride this teenage roller coaster, right? We help you hold on to the rails, brace yourself, go on that ride, that adventure, uncontrollable, <laughs> uncontrollable emotions that they have, and then take a break, take a breather, and then do it all over again, right? <laughs> Sorry. Let me grab a drink. So it's about progress and not perfection, right? Progress, not perfect. So we've talked about self-control, self-regulation, right? And again, part of being a self-control person is knowing that the journey that you're taking is, is a progressive journey and not um, supposed to be a perfect journey, right? <clears throat> so, right. This, the third self, uh, so I talked about self, self-care is um, self-care, self-regulation. Um, I think for today, we are going to stop at that because <laughs> I think I'm coughing too. But anyway, let's think about self-care. Let's think about Self, um, self-regulation, self-control. And um, if you've got any further questions, make sure to contact me here at Raising Remarkable Teenagers. We will be doing a lot of these workshops on self-care and going deeper in this. And uh, again, like I said to you, as you can see, this is live and raw, right? I'm not pretending to be anything. I got caught up by the cough and I have to, to have a drink. And now I'm feeling that uh, my throat is, uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed, I'm not embarrassed, right? This is life, this is real life. And, and that's how I feel for us to have great mental wellness. For, for us to have, um, you know, that confidence to be ourselves, to be authentic. This is what it takes. Stuff happens, you know, stuff happens. And uh, we just have to be ready and flexible and fluid and, and, and to be able to go along with it. Actually, I've, I've just remembered that, um, that uh, right now, we are having workshops and I would like to invite you to go to raisingremarkableteenagers.com. And uh, the reason I've remembered this is because um, we have the, the five Fs of soft strategic skills of leadership. And one of them is uh, 
flexibility and we have uh, fluidity we have of course we have phase and then we have we there is five of them right so i'd like to invite you to come along and check them out check them out they are free but they are so good they are so good it's fac soft strategies for parenting teenagers these are leadership skills so we've got the F's, the five F's, and then we've got the A, A's, and there are four A's, actually five A's all together. And then we have the C's, which are three C's. And I'm inviting you to go to raisingremarkableteenagers.com right now and grab those masterclasses. There are three free masterclasses. In fact, they're not just three, there's a surprise one. So there are four all together. And um, you can go through them for free or own them for life, your choice. So, so much love for today and all the best. All of us here, from all of us here at Raising Remarkable Teenagers on Tuesday Tips for Parents of Teens. I must say bye-bye for now. Bye-bye now.